Hey there, before you jump into this week's episode, I just want to let you know that our membership is open. It's completely free. It's a careers and wellbeing platform with on-demand content and monthly live sessions with incredible coaches. So what are you waiting for? Head over to community.jobsforwomen.co.uk forward slash join and I'll see you in there. Enjoy this week's episode. Hey there, welcome to the Jobs for Women podcast, where we empower and uplift women to succeed and thrive in their professional life whilst looking after their well-being. In this podcast, we'll be discussing the issues and challenges faced by women in the workplace with particular focus on gender equality. We believe that every woman deserves the opportunity to excel in her career regardless of her gender, and we're committed to helping women break through the barriers that hold them back. Join us every week as we hear from experts, share stories and give advice. We've got an incredible community of women who support and encourage each other and we're so happy that you are here. Let's break down the gender barriers and create a more equitable and inclusive workplace for all. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Jobs for Women podcast. It is just me this week and we are talking about the art of saying no at work and in relation to that we're also talking about setting boundaries. So this is something that I've been so interested in because in my early career I was the epitome of a people pleaser. I would say yes to meeting requests, events outside work, basically things that I didn't feel comfortable doing. Often it wasn't just about being uncomfortable, maybe it was just about things eating into my work-life balance time, you know, my time, my weekend time, so uh, weekend events, that sort of thing. And I feel like I've come such a long way now that I want to share my personal experiences to help others recognise that it is okay to say no. Like I cannot express enough that if you are in a situation at work or even in your personal life when you do not want to do something but you feel so compelled to do it because of the pressure to people please or to keep the other person happy that you're agreeing to things that you don't want to do and I feel so passionately that our time on earth is so limited and we only have one go at it in this lifetime that it's important to really recognize and honor your values and what you deem to be important to you and obviously our career is hugely important to us in that we spend a lot of time at work so it's really essential that we can create really safe and healthy boundaries so that we can do our best in our job we can be fulfilled and we can be happy and find a really really comfortable work-life balance that works for us so if this relates to you i'd love to hear from you make sure that you join the facebook group the jobs for women facebook group and don't forget our membership um I'm going to be having, I'm going to place the recording of this podcast um, in there. And I'd also love to get an expert in to talk a little bit more about creating boundaries and yeah, the art of saying no. So when I was prepping for this podcast, I started thinking about all the times when I said yes in in my old job, in my old corporate life back in London. And a lot of it was 
sort of stemmed around being put on the spot. So I always found that if I got asked in a meeting or if someone asked me to do something in person, just one on one, that I would panic and just say yes straight away. And I used to feel as though I couldn't say no, as though no was a bad word or a bad response and I would worry that it would affect my career progression or my manager might think that I wasn't committed and I do think that we've sort of created this narrative or there is this narrative that in the professional arena setting boundaries can often seem like a no-go area so we've almost fostered this this culture of yes I mean, yes, woman, yes, I'll do that. And then there starts to be perhaps this fear of saying no is sort of synonymous with refusing an opportunity. Oh, well, if I refuse that, then that might affect my chance for promotion or my boss put me forward for things. Or they might think I am uncooperative and you know, if I don't join that particular out of hours meeting with these clients that we really want to secure, that I'm risking building these professional relationships, la da 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 da. And, you know, the narrative and the, the story in your mind can start to get a little bit, you know, crazy and it can grow and you can sort of understand where the fears and the thought process come from. So, I believe that the art of setting boundaries and learning to really say no with conviction and, you know, truth, honesty can have a significant positive impact on career advancement and your personal well-being and personal work-life balance. Because if you're saying no with integrity and honesty, then that will shine through in your place of work. And if you're working to the best of your ability in other areas, then there's no reason that when you say no to certain opportunities, I'm not saying saying no to everything, will will be will be detrimental. And in fact, it might work the opposite way because you're just maybe gonna come across as someone that is even more authentic. Because let's face it, having a work-life balance is important. We are all human, we have life outside of work. And the more that we are authentic and honest and true about ourselves and, and what we want to do and not want to do, then perhaps flip it on its head. Your boss might actually think, okay, well, yeah, they've, they've got this and that going on. And I appreciate their honesty. Because I feel like when I was a young woman back in my corporate days, my boss probably thought, hey, she's, she's available for everything. And oh, that's great. And oh, does she, is she not doing anything else? You know, you don't know, do you? Like having a, a life outside work is important. And if you've got a good manager, they will want to see you flourishing both in your career and in your personal life. So I think setting boundaries at work requires a delicate balance. So like I said, I'm not saying to you say no to absolutely everything that comes your way in the work situation. I'm saying take a moment to pause to ponder and to say to whoever is asking you something that sounds brilliant I'll need to check my diary and my schedule work out what I have on on that particular day and I will get back to you and you give them a time frame so I'll get back to you in the next few hours I'll get back to you tomorrow I've got a few more things to check so it's going to take me a week to get back to you do you have a deadline for me letting you know whether I can attend or not so too few boundaries so if you're a yes person like I 
used to be can lead to burnout and I don't care what anyone says I experienced stress and burnout and resentment so I had a brilliant job I worked in TV and film in PR and marketing and I was starting to feel resentment that it was encroaching into my personal life and if you have if you have too many sort of opportunities in your in your working life to say no then you might think it might make you appear unapproachable and unwilling to collaborate and I don't know about you if you ever worked with a person who is literally like um you know it's this way or or not at all you know they're inflexible and they do it their way and it's kind of like you're almost like creeping around and you don't treading on eggshells whatever the, whatever the saying is like I've worked with people like that and they seem to just do their thing and get by but to me that was always them just doing the bare minimum and it didn't make them an approachable approachable and fun person to work with so like I said it requires a delicate um balance and you although you don't want to come across as unapproachable and very sort of static or ritualistic and unwilling to collaborate it's about having the balance so effective boundaries can help you maintain a really healthy work-life balance which to me is one of my main priorities it will help you manage stress and it will it, i promise it will increase productivity because it will focus your mind on the most important tasks and when you do say yes to the opportunities at work then you're going to go at it full throttle you're going to give it 100 because you're going to want to be there so when i worked at one of my last companies in london in corporate i remember we had we reported into the la office so when the team from la came over um to london we had to kind of be at their back on call a little bit obviously if we had work events fine but there was obvious there was sometimes social um well there was not sometimes it was you know frequent social engagement scattered around the out of hours like work events already you know breaking uh, eating a lot into personal time weekend time evening time and i remember we had been away in Cannes for the week and i was exhausted i'm not joking i was absolutely shattered um very late nights very early starts very long days um and I remember when I got back, I had to then go out to this really cool curry restaurant. I think it was curry, I can't remember, on the Sunday with like the head, 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 top, top, top woman in charge. Great that she was a woman. She's now um, moved on, but yeah, great that it was a woman. And I remember I'd had such little time seeing my husband, who is my, uh, my boyfriend at the time, and just a little, little time at home. Like I am the epitome of, um, like I love being at home, but I also love, um, you know, traveling and being out and about, but I have, I'm sort of like introvert and extrovert in that sense. So I need a bit of both. I can't just be out all the time. I, I need to sort of like recharge my batteries at home. And I remember, so I'd got back from Cannes on the Friday and then I, I must've had the day on the Saturday, just chilling out and stuff. And then on the Sunday I had to go out again. And I remember getting in the shower and I've never had a panic attack, but I felt so close to having a panic panic attack. And I think it was sort of anticipation of having to go socialize, get into work mode, and basically go to something that I wasn't comfortable going to because I know that I needed time to 
rest, chill out, see my boyfriend, watch TV, eat homemade food. And that sounds crazy to some people that I was going, you know, all expenses paid to this amazing restaurant. But the pressure of conforming um, to this very senior high up person, you know, almost putting a mask on because it was very much a company where, you know, when America, when the team came over, you were sort of like pandering to their requirements, their, their needs. And it was intense. And now I know so much more about myself, the inner work that I've done through my yoga. And just as I've got older, I knew that my body needed rest and time to you know just recuperate after a crazy busy work uh, working week out in Cannes and yeah nearly had a panic attack got out of the shower and I was trying to sort of catch my breath and I remember Rich my uh, husband my boyfriend at the time was like oh my god right okay breathe everything's okay you're okay Zoe I don't think you should go and I was like I have to go and it was like this battle between us he was like no you're not well enough to go you need to you need to chill and I was like no I need to go I can't say no I've said I'm gonna go and the reason I'm telling you this story is because I said yes to going and I knew when I said yes that I didn't want to go I knew it would be too much I knew that I'd been away for a week I knew that it would be too much to then go out on that Sunday and then be at my desk for 9 30. that's a whole other podcast the fact that we had to do all these work things and then still be at our desks the next day at uh, our start time. Um, so the, the repercussions of me not saying no in the first instance because I wanted to people please keep my boss happy and thought that that's what I had to do was that I ended up cancelling very last minute due to ill health. Yes, that was the truth. That was not a lie. But it came off worse, I think, cancelling when they're expecting me, when the table was booked, when the, you know, the manager from LA was here, the big, the, the, the head, the head person in our department. And I always remember after that time thinking, I cannot make this mistake again. I cannot keep putting others first or work first to the detriment of my health. And it was obviously playing on my mind so much and I was so exhausted that I actually, my body was actually telling me, no, 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 you need to stay home and rest. You need to not go and do this. So the reason, yeah, I wanted to share it with you is because this is real life stuff. This is, it's so important to recognize when to step into your power and really sort of up the ante at work and maybe do more networking and go to events and be out and be seen and be doing that. But finding the balance between doing all of those things to maybe propel yourself in your career to go for those um promotions or whatever it is that you're working towards alongside your uh, work-life balance your personal life whether you're whether you've got kids or no kids whether you're just in college it doesn't mean that you have to have a family at home to have that work-life balance you can still want to hang out with your mates your family watch TV, spend time with your dog. It doesn't matter what responsibilities you have at home. I truly believe that we all deserve a really healthy work-life balance. And I honestly believe that without a healthy work-life balance, we will not be the most successful version of ourselves personally and in our career. And that's what has really driven me with Jobs for Women. I feel as though I am so passionate about empowering you all to look after your mental health with yoga mindfulness meditation and women's health which you can get for free in the membership um 
to build this community, I'm like, we, we need to look after ourselves first and foremost. Um, so I was really keen to record something on this. And it's not the only thing that I'm going to talk about in terms of the art of saying no and, and setting boundaries. Um, I've also created a free downloadable guide that you can um, access. I'll put the link in the show notes. And I've also created a list of 10 template emails that you can send to your boss. And I know that is scary. And I know that, oh, you know, when you write an email and then you hit send on the button and you're like, oh my gosh, have I just done that? But the reason I did the template emails is because I hope that you'll read them through and be like, okay, that's not that bad. It's like a couple of lines. And in the emails that I've written for you to sort of, you don't have to necessarily use the whole template, but it's for you to use as a prompt to think, okay, you're not asking for like five million pounds and then to quit or you know whatever far-fetched thing you can think of all you're asking for is you're you're sort of you're bringing something up about maybe saying no or setting a boundary or something that you don't want to go to in a work situation and you're asking them to have a chat um so what I talked about earlier was about that taking that pause you know when you are asked in a situation oh oh hey can you come to the I don't know the work social client whatever it is um event next Tuesday it starts at five and you'll be and it finishes at like eleven thirty. in that moment if you're asked on the spot my main advice would be to pause to say thank you so much for thinking of me I will need to check my schedule I'll need to check what I have on because I have x y and z um, campaigns coming up or projects or deadlines I will get back to you when when you need to know you need to buy yourself some time and it's that art of pausing which is often the hardest but I want you to take the pressure of yourself that you have to make a decision you know then and there because Honestly, the person that's asking you will only be respectful because it's like, you know, if you're the true professional, you know, got it all going on person, then you are going to have to check your calendar. You are going to have to check your diary. Let's face it, like we're busy, whether it's personal, you know, you could have had tickets to a concert on that Tuesday and working until 1130 schmoozing clients isn't going to work for you. So always buy yourself some time. Never feel pressured to respond immediately. And that then gives you time to evaluate the feasibility of the task can you do it do you have the time in your calendar your personal calendar to do it how is that going to affect you at work have you been have you said yes to the last five events but this one you feel ready to sit out um do you feel confident enough to handle the task that has been placed on you i have in so many situations said yes to things thinking I'd have to put myself out there to be seen to be like oh yeah she's really putting herself forward knowing that I just didn't want to do it and I can specifically think of examples of actually presenting like I don't mind presenting back in the day in my early career I wasn't a massive fan but I'd kind of put myself out there and be like yeah I can do that yeah yeah I'm fine about that when really I was dying inside um the other thing I wanted to say is the art of the soft no. So some people can say no outright and just be like, no, sorry, I can't do that. Others like me, maybe you're a people pleaser, maybe you just find the word no is really hard to say. So there are different, there are subtle ways that you can communicate the same thing. So you'd say something like, I'd love to help, but I'm currently working on a project that needs all of my attention and I've got to focus on that. So I won't be able to come on Tuesday, but let me know about other events coming up, you know, that kind of thing. Or you could offer an alternative. 
Um, so you could say like, um, I don't have the time at the moment to take it on. I can let you know about my colleague who could could help with that. Or like I just said earlier, let me know about the next one and I'll definitely consider it. Um, and part of this is also understanding your priorities. So it's crucial that when you say yes to something, you are often saying no to something else. And that something else might be a work thing. It might be a personal thing. You might have coffee booked with a friend. It might be hanging out with your dog, spending time at home with the kids. Whatever it is, time is precious. And if the trade-off isn't worth it, then you need to listen deeply and say no. So you could say something like my current focus is on da 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 da, spending time with the kids because I've been working a lot lately and I wouldn't be able to give the task, the event, my full attention, but please keep me posted on other opportunities. And it's hard, but you need to keep it really simple and direct. Don't beat around the bush. That is me. I am very guilty of beating around the bush um <laughs> and that can lead to misunderstandings so be really clear in your communication i appreciate your offer but i can't commit at this moment sorry but do keep me posted you know maybe take out the sorry that's me i'm a sorry kind of person um and always express your uh, your appreciation that they've asked you i mean how great um the other thing i want to talk about here is Obviously, in your job description, if you work in events and that is part of your job description, what you're getting paid for, then this is different. Um, if it's in your contract, you know, I'm talking about extracurricular things whereby in your career you're asked to do a series of extra things that are impinging on or taking time out of your your personal, your time, your weekends, your evenings. Um and always remember that saying no isn't a negative act of refusal. It is, think about it as a positive. Think about it as a positive act of, of knowing yourself, recognising your limits, what you need out of your life, and also your commitment to work. So if you've done the last five events and you want to sit want this one out, you've recognised that, you know, you've put the graft in, you committed, but you are listening deeply into what you need. And try and spin it around in your head as well. Instead of thinking it was like, oh, this is an uncomfortable situation. Oh, gosh. You know, are people going to think that I don't have that professional integrity or I'm not hardworking or I'm not committed to the company? Flip it around and just be like, people will understand that I recognise I need a work-life balance and I know what I need as a person. So don't think about it as a bad thing. Learn to say the word no. So in your personal life, just just try it. Just try it over the next few weeks or months. Just learn to say no. So if someone says, oh, can you come to this, I don't know, this, do you want to come watch a football game or do you want to go to the pub? Do you want to go for lunch? And this particular friend, you know, you haven't been gotten a lot out of her recently or whatever. If you don't want to go, just practice. Practice this. So practice it in your personal life first and foremost, and then let it start to just infiltrate gently into work. So I hope you found this podcast episode useful. Don't forget to download my free um, Setting Boundaries guide, link in the show notes. Um, also my uh, template email, um, you need to read them because they're so basic, but it might just empower you to start being like, actually, 
you know. And the other thing with the template emails is that each of them sort of suggests to your boss, your manager, like, let's chat about it. When you start this open dialogue, this is where I think the magic happens. It's not just you saying, no, it's like, can we just chat a little bit about this? Or if you're getting sort of, um, you know, loads of weekend emails from your boss, letting your boss know that you still check maybe your emails once a day so you don't appreciate them sending them and could they maybe schedule them so they arrive on a Monday. Um, I don't know, different things about how you can make your working life more enjoyable so that you become more productive. So if your boss is doing something or something's happening at work and you need to set some clear boundaries, having the conversation is, although it feels hard, is the key to making some serious change, which could absolutely make your career fly. So don't forget to download the freebies and don't forget to join the Jobs for Women membership. Link in the show notes. It's totally free. Think yoga, mindfulness, meditation. I've got yoga nidras, relaxation yoga, break from your desk, neck stretches. And then we start with our theme. So we've got some incredible experts coming to deliver live sessions which I'm so excited about. And I'm going to share all of those in the next few weeks. So thank you so much for listening as always. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to leave me an honest review if you're enjoying the podcast and send this episode to a friend. I so appreciate your support. Thank you so much. Take care and I'll see you soon.